Great Pokemon sound, though, as the water gun is finishing. We hear... <laughs> is that your Nixon impression again? <laughs> <laughs> Polyrath is not a crook. <laughs> Beautiful. He wasn't involved in water-type gate. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, very good. Welcome to the Deep Dark Dungeon, folks. It's the bondage episode of To Kill a Deli Bird. Everything's tied together, tied up. That's the theme of this. Elastic bands on your face, ropes everywhere, leather whips. Let's go to Kill a Deli Bird, the Pokemon Rewatch podcast with Graham and Kellen. I'm Graham, the one who says weird stuff. I, I like to think that I'm a bit of like the Kramer of the podcast. And Kellen, of course, k- keeps things afloat. He is every other character. He is the one who knows things about Pokemon. Kellen, how you doing? What's the deal with Pikachu? Wow. He doesn't peek at you. He doesn't chew. So what's he supposed to do? (laughs) You know what my favorite one of those bits is? Jerry Seinfeld bits is the, like, from the That's Gold Jerry meme where he goes, the glass is round, the container's round. Why don't they call it round teen? (laughs) Because that's such a bad (laughs) joke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's trying to give the guy terrible jokes. Right, right. Yeah. That's gold, Jerry. <laughs> the glass is round, the bottle's round, why don't they call it roundy? <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Oh, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm tired, but I'm fine. Gotcha. We should probably explain why I called it the bondage episode. No, that's fine. I don't think we need context. We're going to leave that okay. linger? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay, well, that was really acute. Do you want to introduce what episodes we're reviewing yeah today we're looking at episode 106 bound for trouble and episode 107 charizard chills and graham i'm gonna be honest with you yeah i i watched these episodes and honestly i thought that they were uh just amazing these are fucking great episodes (laughs) oh wow i actually had a real life anime sweat drop during that (laughs) i was like what the fuck is going on these are bangers these are bangers (laughs) this is like the best pokemon has to offer (laughs) so far this might be in terms of the the chunks that we watch at a time this might be the best week of episodes we've had so far it's it's up, it's up there, there with the Tower of Terror weeks in terms of coupling a good plot episode with an absolutely hilarious episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, that right. Is it's true. it's the that, Sabrina week was good. There have been some other good weeks, like the League stuff was very good. Yeah, but this as a a duo of disconnected episodes are wonderful. Yeah, it hits the point. It hits the high notes of two different, very different types of Pokemon episodes but each sort of the cream of the crop of their own subgenre, that being the more like Saturday morning cartoon episode, mm-hmm. and then the one that's more about like Ash's character and his connection with, with his Pokemon. Like we could call that like a plot episode. Yeah. Um, both both bangers. Yeah. Yeah. One One is, I mean, let's be real, filler, but it's very fun, funny filler, and the other has actual lasting implications moving forward. So that's going to be nice right. to see. And so the filler one that's full of it, Fills me up, gets me going. Bound for trouble. Fills me with that's, joy. That's the bondage episode. Is Joy it's even wonderful. in it? I don't think so. No. Or Jenny. But it's uh man, it, it's a perfect Saturday morning cartoon episode. And I knew as soon as I saw the thumbnail and the title, I was like, that's gonna be <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> Speaking of Joy and Jenny, it made me think of this. I just want I just want to talk about it real quick. Going into this podcast, 
I thought Joy and Jenny showed up way more than they do. Oh, really? Like you thought they were like yeah. every episode? I, I remembered them being like every episode, every other episode, maybe. But no, they're every like just every few episodes, every handful. Just throw them in every once in a while. Yeah, and sometimes they're just like they're heavier and sometimes they're lighter. You know? Yeah. I really think of them as salt and pepper. And, and, you know, when you have a meat heavy dish, you can use a lot of salt. Right. So sometimes mm-hmm. it'll show up more. Same with if you're basing it around peppercorns, a nice peppercorn sauce. That's the League episode where yes. there's Jenny's everywhere. Mm-hmm. But you can also have this light dusting where Joy just pops up and is like, your Pokemon <laughs> are healed. And then that's it. <laughs> are you hungry? Is that where this is coming from? No, I ate already. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. I, I made a really good dish that I don't know how to describe because the recipe is like the most generic title ever. It was titled Middle Eastern Stew. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I don't know how to describe what this dish is, but it was like a steak and kidney bean stew with tomatoes, tomato sauce over rice. And it was pretty freaking good. Uh, kidney beans can fuck off. You like kidney beans? Kidney beans are nasty. I don't understand disliking ingredients. If it's like a normalized ingredient, I like them all. Like you can do nah. all kinds of things with everything. You're nah. holding yourself back, man. Nah. Most beans are disgusting. It's a texture thing. Okay, that is what picky people say. It's a texture thing. It is. I, I really care about textures. Well, like, wouldn't you like more textures then? I like a lot of no. textures. No. It's mushy and grainy. No, not fun. Don't like I could make a bean dish you would like. I don't know. I like green beans and stuff. Like green well, beans, yellow beans. Those kind of beans I like. Yeah. But your baked beans, black beans, pinto beans, not, you're, not doing it. You're ruling out so many good kinds of food with that. And I'm fine but with that. You ever had refried beans? You ever no. had bean tacos? I don't like fried beans. Cooking them again is not going to do anything for that's, me. That's, okay, good joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to move on with that joke. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> because I'm fried and refried myself after that one. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Well, we can get right into it, actually. This week, I have a list, like mm-hmm. usual at this point. Yes. And it's really inspired by episode 106, Bound for Trouble. I really like this cliche where the two characters that are diametrically opposed are tied together and need to work for Literally mutual together. survival, right? They need to cooperate in a way, and usually they're enemies. I like that theme, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I came up with the top 10 pairs that should be tied together for a beautiful Saturday morning cartoon adventure. <laughs> you want to hear them? All right, hit it, hit it. Well, number 10, let's get it out of the way. We got to pay our comedy taxes, right? Trump and Hillary. Okay. Ah, okay. Number nine. That'd be great. Fine. Godzilla and King Kong. Imagine the destruction. It's like the movie (laughs) they made, but they're tied together and they're having to fight all the other monsters. Mothra, Gigadra. The other ones. (laughs) Mechagodzilla. (laughs) And, And it's just like fun and hijinks ensue and tokyo is completely demolished by them slipping around (laughs) number eight uh my two cats you you don't know them but trust me that'd be fucking wild it would be like tokyo (laughs) destroyed but in my living room most cats i don't think you could tie together no that'd be be quite wild yeah they would get up to some antics though number seven tom cruise and ted cruise i guess this was just because they have similar sounding last names but Tom Cruise is so intense and Ted Cruz is so not that I think that 
That is the ultimate split of vibes. Who the fuck is Ted Cruz? Oh my God, Kellen. (laughs) Oh, never mind. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like, can I make political humor on this podcast? I I would have no... I, I can't. I was thinking of references that Kellen would get. I'm like, I, oh, what do I, what do I say? Big Brother and and Survivor tied together. Like, oh, that's hilarious. I, I was thinking Cruz as in Tom Cruise's last name. Right. So I was thinking Ted C R U I S E. I know who Ted Cruz is. C R U Z. Yeah, I got you. I've got you now. All right. Ah, number six, Ashen Charizard. Which is also kind of what happens in an episode, but not. Imagine Ash getting burnt all the time. That'd be terrifying. Well, it happens every week. We see that all the time. Yeah, so tied together would be even worse. <laughs> our, our boy would just be a giant burn. Number five. Okay, I really hope you remember who people are. <laughs> okay, okay, let's test this. Ted Bundy and Al Bundy. No, don't bring the serial killers into this. Well, with Al Bundy. <laughs> Do you know who Al Bundy is? Yeah, he's the guy from Married with Children, isn't he? Boom, it? you got it. Nailed yeah. it. I always thought that was really confusing as a kid because I, I didn't quite have the nomenclature understanding to pull them apart. And sometimes people would say Ted Bundy, and I thought they were I thought that was the guy's name from the sitcom. <laughs> I was like, what are they talking about? <laughs> no, that's uh oh fuck. What's his name? The actor? Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill, yeah. Yeah. Now, imagine if I'm married with children, like, a Ted Bundy in-universe is, like, his brother <laughs> that he, like, doesn't, uh, doesn't keep <laughs> That'd up That'd be fucked with. up. <laughs> yeah. we a dark twist. Okay, number four you'll get, though. Well, you got all of these. You got there. Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that. But de- number four you'll definitely get. Uh, Kellen and a grammatical error in a Pokemon episode. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine those tied together, <laughs> struggling for power. <laughs> it's the new saw trap. <laughs> I need you to play a game. Is this a slash <laughs> <laughs> or an accent? Oh, choose uh, wisely. <laughs> uh, number three. Number three. A T forty Soviet amphibious scout tank <laughs> and a Panzer IV German medium tank. <laughs> How's that for a weird callback? <laughs> Yeah, not the first time you've uh, mentioned tanks on this podcast. They're the same tanks, too. And they're the same tanks. <laughs> That's what I thought. Imagine them tied together. One, I can't. I... <laughs> one set of tankiers, tankators. What is a person who drives a tank called? I don't know. Tankos. One set of tankers. <laughs> just speaking German, the other just speaking Russian. But then they, they learn to love each other. And the Aww. sweet tanks live happily ever after. The new Odd Couple reboot certainly took a turn, huh? <laughs> yeah, they, it's like a classic Archie Bunker-style sitcom yeah. <laughs> with a T-40 Soviet amphibious scout tank and a Panzer IV medium, <laughs> German medium tank. Number two. Galileo and the entire Catholic Church. Talk about <laughs> awkward. <laughs> <laughs> the Earth is Wow-oh. what, Galileo? <laughs> All right, well. And number one. These are getting pretty pretty freaking abstract, aren't they, Kellen? A little bit. Number one, children laughing and the inevitability of our own mortality. Well, Can't get more diametrically mm. opposed than that. Yeah. I'm sorry, right. are you depressed? I can, I can read you my honorable mentions. 
Which uh, were a ham sandwich and a can of beans. But now I know who you're <laughs> cheering for because yeah. of today's episode. Creation and Destruction and uh, The Call of the Void and Sweet Relief. Ooh. But those I are like too those similar. Two. Those are two, those are two of my favorites, though. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite concepts. Right. Well, yeah. All right. Are we talking Pokemon? If we aren't, what are we doing on this podcast? That's a good point. Also, forgot to mention. Yeah. As of the day this podcast drops, the podcast is one year old. Holy crap. How did that happen? Right? I mean, technically, uh, the first episode dropped on YouTube last year on January 9th. This one's dropping January 8th. So it's the next day. But it's the same week, so it counts. That counts. That's incredible. A whole year. They grow up so fast. It seems like only yesterday we brought this screaming child home. Now look Mm -hmm. at it. Yeah, and it happens. It happens so fast, too. Like, you, you brought up the idea of a podcast on, like, December 30th, and we had it done. We had it started on January 9th, and I was like, what the fuck happened? We were supposed to, like, talk about this for, for like, two years before actually doing anything about it. It is, That's how it plans is one work. of the few times where the very few a times works. we're joking with somebody about doing something creative actually, actually worked. <laughs> like Except it, you weren't joking. It typically doesn't. <laughs> You weren't joking. You prefaced that stuff when we were when we were talking about it with like, I'm totally serious about this. And I was and like, that's Fuck why, yeah, it why not? worked. <laughs> yeah. Still weird, though, because usually it takes months for uh, for those kind of endeavors to start. That's true. So, anyway, whole year. Well, Crazy. podcasts are hell? cool. And so are we. What the hell are we doing with our lives? Anyway. Oh, well, we find ourselves in a similar situation as Meowth and Pikachu in Bound for Trouble. Episode ah, 106. Episode. Yes. So the gang is somewhere, some island. I don't believe we ever get a name of this island. Um, uh, Fat Pidgey Island. <laughs> Boba PD is calling it Fairchild Island. <laughs> like the, Morgan Fairchild, the soap opera actress? <laughs> yeah, I guess Is that so, her but, name? Did I get that right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I know, the only soap, act, soap actress I know is Susan Lucci. And I don't know that one. Like yeah. Rob Lucci from One Piece. They're related. Uh, <laughs> Shout out, anime. Anyway, I don't <laughs> believe these. anime. I don't believe they, they ever say that, at least in the dub, but Fairchild is a type of tangerine. Oh, get out, really? Yeah, oh. yeah. So, yeah, we're on Fairchild Island. Uh, this island is noted to have, like, big Pokemon, big Pidgeot, and big Rhydon, because there's fruit growing everywhere. Something I don't... like that. I think Tracy's exact words are, man, are the Pidgeotos on this island thick. Pidgeot. Oh, fuck. If you're going to sexualize <laughs> birds, get them right. Well, it's Tracy doing it. You know he'd be into that. Foot guy, bird guy, what's next? Tracy would be a bird guy. He would Come on, he would have a bird on his shoulder. But they're looking at the map, and Pikachu's just, like, poking around on it. It's very cute. It's, like, poking at the X on the map. Adorable. Do we ever find out what the point of that X was? Nope. Pikachu's, like, interested, and he's like, there's treasure, and they all ignore it. (laughs) I thought it was, there was a point in the episode where I thought it was coming back, and it, it did not. It did not. So, uh, so they're walking along the road, and oh, what's this? A fruit basket. Hashtag anime fruit basket. Yeah, that's the name and, of an anime. I know. <laughs> oh, and uh, so Ash, <laughs> Ash goes up to the fruit basket, and Missy's like, "Wait, no, 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 no! It's a trap!" And Ash is like, oh, "Fine." But we get this fun like little rewind effect mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that I love. Ash and Pikachu run up to it, and Missy's like, "No!" And then they they rewind themselves. Very fun. Very cool. And and the their rationale, you know, classic Ash and Pikachu logic. 
They're sharing a brain cell at this point in the series, mm-hmm. which is just beautiful. Because Misty's like, who would be leaving a, a perfectly good fruit basket in the middle of the road? And Ash goes, someone who doesn't like fruit. <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> Got gotcha, her. Gotcha, <laughs> Misty. But uh, no, this logic, this logic makes sense. This is suspicious as all hell. Mm-hmm. So let's, there's a tree over there. I see an apple. Let's go pick that. Oh, we fell in a hole. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's when Team Rocket reveals they had reverse psychology the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare for trouble. You fell out for our pit. Of all of our tricks, this is our favorite. And then we get the Team Rocket chant and an explanation that Ash fell for the fake fruit. The basket was real. Ash was right. And they were actually going one layer deeper. We They have done the, the dirt hole fruit basket trick so many times that they had... Yeah, they had like 5D chest them. Yeah, and that, that apple they saw falls into the pit. It's just a crystal. It is solid. Very expensive solid apple. Solid crystal. Yeah, I wonder where they got that one. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's fight time already against Team Rocket. Arbok and Weezing versus Pikachu. Uh, Pikachu, Thunderbolts, but then Team Rocket whips out these like electric glove thingies uh, that are patent pending. Yeah, I wrote down that Meowth sentence here because I liked it. This might come as a big shock to you, Pikachu, but these patent-pending devices protect us from your electric attack, so you might as well save your energy, a little rat. So Arbok poison stings, uh, wheezing poison gases, Meowth latches Pikachu to him in a little device, and they start to run off, and the gang gets yeah, chased. in the balloon, the balloon's going off, uh, gang's running after him. Uh, Team Rocket gets ready then to take Pikachu to the boss, when suddenly... From what we heard earlier, a giant Pidgeot comes swooping down from the sky, picks up Meowth and Pikachu, and takes off. And now, during this, Meowth and Pikachu are still trapped to each other in Meowth's device, but uh, Meowth loses his shock protectors, so he is no longer protected from Meowth. Or from Pikachu. Uh, From Pikachu, oh my god. (laughs) That was a weird slip. And, uh, yeah, Meowth's concerned. He, He goes, I bet this thing has taken us back to his nest for a tasty little lunch. And I don't mean as guests, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Pikachu tries to, to shock Pidgeot, but he just gets Meowth. Yeah. I don't think this was an accident. I think Pikachu did that on purpose. He's uh, hardwired <laughs> to try to kill yeah. Meowth, too. But Meowth's like, not me, the Pidgeot. And so Pikachu tries again, gets both of them this time. Pidgeot drops them. Uh, and as they fall, they fight over who's going to break <laughs> whose fall. Yeah, Which they're like flipping fun. back and forth. And and Pikachu has his murder eyes aflare. Yeah. <laughs> and Meowth says, I'm not going to break your fall, Pikachu. Uh, but he does. And then yep. goes, why am I always the undercat? And in this shot where Pikachu lands on Meowth, the con- their connectors are gone. They're just gone. Oh, Straight they up. just didn't animate them? Yeah, they just didn't draw them on. Wow. <laughs> it's weird. But uh, they're back on the next scene. So they're back to connected. They're connected by like they're each in a ring. Tied together with the with a rope or an elastic, and so they, they kind of they fight over which way they want to go. Uh, Pikachu basically asks, like, "Why the fuck can't you just unlock it?" But Meowth doesn't have the key. Only Jesse has the key, mm. and so we go see Jesse and James now. Now Jesse and James, they don't believe that Meowth's gonna make it back to them. <laughs> they think they're gonna have to find Meowth, and they're into that because That's if good. they find Meowth, they'll find Pikachu. This is so funny. They're like, they're like, uh, hopefully Meowth will be able to find his way back to us with Pikachu. Yeah. And then like, do you really think Meowth would be capable of that? And then they look directly in the camera and go, nah. Yeah, they go, wah, wah. 
You just break the fourth wall. That's beautiful. <laughs> Love it. It's like you know our track record, kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't believe in Meowth's ability to get back to them with Pikachu. So uh Aww. the gang confronts them and they're like, What happened? And Team Rocket's like, We don't have Meowth and Pikachu. And the gang is like, What the fuck? And then we transition and they've told the gang the whole story. We just skip over that. It's yep. fine. So Jesse and James take off. Tracy enlists Meryl's help to listen for Pidgeot. Yeah, I'm super giant Pidgeot. Here. And that's sort of our next visit is home of the giant Pidgeots. Meryl leads them to a nest. It's kind of like a giant rock spire from the ground uh, with a nest on top and Ash starts climbing up. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, Pikachu and Meowth are trying to go different ways again. And this is where Pikachu starts to assert his dominance over Meowth. <laughs> Anytime yeah. Meowth has uh, a sl- an idea that differs slightly from Pikachu, Pikachu lets some sparks fly, and Meowth's like, okay, okay, we can go with your idea. It's okay, that's fine. Yeah, Pikachu just has a rigid backbone. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> He's incredible. like, I'm not trusting you. I'm not giving you even uh, an inch, Meowth. Mm-hmm. So uh, then they're walking down the path, and, and they get caught on a tree, like, between them. The rope is caught, and uh, Meowth, Meowth's like, why don't you just come over to my side, and we'll be fine. Pikachu's like, no! <laughs> You're yeah, coming to just my like side. pulls him around. <laughs> so funny. It, I love this it. Is, I this love is so kind much. of an animal thing. Like I joked about my cats being tied together, but like one would definitely take charge, right? Yeah. But like Pikachu is just just hates me out. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. It, it's love almost it. like like the kids never kind of learn, you know, Team Rocket's mm-hmm. patterns. But Pikachu's hated them for a while, right? He's been yeah. trying to murder <laughs> them for day one. Like keep That's putting him in Pikachu. glass capsules. That's true. That's traumatizing. So and suddenly, Meowth, Meowth has yeah, an idea. he's got a bit of a turn, right? Uh, yeah. Or does he? Yeah, he's like, ah, oh, if I act nice to Pikachu and tell him he's in charge, I can lead Pikachu straight to the boss. Come on, Pikamigo. Yeah, he's like, I, you're, you're in charge now. You, I'll lead you to your gang. And Pikachu's like, no, you're. That's not what you're doing. You're, you're, you're gonna try and fuck with me. I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, Pikachu's smart here. <laughs> he knows so immediately good. that the change in mood is significant. Uh, Ash wouldn't have figured this out. <laughs> no, absolutely not. He, he would have believed it 100. percent And then when they're brought into a death chamber, he'd be like, "What? This isn't a restaurant. I thought we were going for lunch." I thought we were getting some curry. Oh, Not killed. Man. Not the guillotine again. Dang. Meowth at the guillotines. That's always something we wanted painted, right? So <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> French Revolution era Meowth. I-, I would like a series of paintings of Meowth period pieces, like Meowth in different points of history. <laughs> like Meowth, like building up the pyramids, <laughs> Meowth getting the guillotine. Uh, Meowth, like, in a Viking longship. Oh, we've seen that one. Meowth as Joan of Arc. <laughs> Ooh, The Last Supper oh, by yes. Da Vinci. <laughs> That's what we want. Hell so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ash has gotten on top on the nest. Uh, so a giant Pidgeot appears and kind of just blows him down the cliffside. He falls. Uh-oh. And he walks off to find Pikachu. He's depressed as hell right He's now. He's so dejected He's after that. He's like, yeah. I got no Pikachu. Uh, and Tracy looks a little surprised i guess but misty has been with them for long enough he gets it right away he's like ash and pikachu have like this special bond and this is like this is really hard for ash yeah and uh so pikachu seems to be 
smelling for something, searching for something. This is where I thought that that X marks the spot thing was coming back. Oh, Pikachu was looking like for Pikachu treasure. Pikachu do something, yeah. Yeah, but no, he can smell Pokemon is what we learn. Meowth right. can't smell anything. He doesn't have a nose. Oh, they've done this bit once before. This is not they? the first time they've yeah. made this joke. <laughs> Because I, I remember referencing a, a bit they do like this in the original Dragon Ball series, and I was about to do it again, but then I'm like, I've brought that up before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't put it past the Pokemon anime to reuse jokes. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's clear they need the time. If they're writing on that principle that people are only seeing one out of every three episodes, yeah. you might as well only write a third of the jokes <laughs> you need. So then a giant Rhydon appears, and this thing does feel. Quite massive. Oh, yeah, big boy. In this boy. moment. Pikachu runs, dragging Meowth along, dragging him across the ground. Oh, and Meowth's got these wobbly knees. He's like, my head yeah. says to run, but my legs ain't listening, Pikachu. And then they do a, a well, what was this? They, they, I, I put, they do a silly cartoon elastic stretch bit. Okay, so they then they try to run in opposite directions. Yeah, and that. boom, springs them back together, smack. And so then they try to go in the other direction that the other one was going in, and then it happens again. Yeah. That's what it was. That was good. Uh, and then Rhydon charges at him, Smokes still him. knocks him back. Yeah, now they're down the cliff, and they're running down the cliff. Yeah, Pikachu, like, stops at the edge of the cliff. Meows. Well, they've, they've gone down the cliff, and now they're against a wall. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, the, at the cliff, Pikachu stops at it, and then, P- like, Meowth catches up to him and knocks him off the cliff, knocking Meowth off the cliff as well. Who's on first? I don't know. But yeah, they keep running. They hit a dead end. And then Pikachu is like, okay, we have to battle the Rhydon. Meowth right. is, is not here for it. <laughs> I mean, that's not exactly Meowth's tactics, right? Head on. But Pikachu's yeah. like, I-, I can battle. I, I got it. But he- he's got a bit of a, a problem here. So he's going to fight it. Electricity ain't working on this. Now, Kellen, this is actually one of the times they, they did it game accurate, right? Kind of. Oh, I was shit. about to give them credit. Because <laughs> it, it. It, it doesn't do it. But then Meowth's just like, oh, its skin won't conduct electricity. Like, that's just, uh, it's a ground type. It's just that easy, Meowth. Oh, but I like that. That's better than what the games do. The games don't have a mouth open mechanic. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't think we need that. We do. It's like if you have the item like Katsu Sandwich. And you like put it in front of the Pokemon like, oh, use sandwich, super effective. Their mouth is open and then they're weak to electricity. I mean, there have been mechanics where you can feed your Pokemon and they will eat. Yeah, but do they gain weaknesses? (laughs) No, but still, you can feed the the literal devil a cupcake and it's great. You fed the literal devil a whole bunch of sugar, super effective. Uh, The Pokemon now has diabetes. (laughs) But yeah, so it doesn't work. Uh, so Pikachu has a plan. They uh, jump up onto the Rhydon. Meowth tickles his back, and then Pikachu sticks his tail in Rhydon's mouth, and that thunderbolt works. Hmm. And me and R- Rhydon kind of likes it. He's he's into tails in the mouth. Yeah, it's it gross. Little, uh, this, a little. This Rhydon was a freak. Yeah, just a touch. But we get a sweet retort from Meowth. Now Rhydon knows to keep its big mouth shut. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Meowth also uh, said he was going for a tickle attack when um, actually, Meowth, oh tickle wasn't a move until generation three. So, oh God. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know if Meowth can learn it. Well, I think that observation should go on tickle talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. I don't want to 
I don't want to see what that app is. What Tickle Talk is? Yeah. What is the Chinese government doing with Tickle Talk? <laughs> <laughs> also, no, yeah. Meowth cannot learn Tickle. Oh, okay. Now, this is breaking news. Very important. Breaking news from 2004. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that when Gen 3 came out? I, I think know. so. Somewhere around there. Something like that. Sounds, that sounds right. 2002 in Japan. Okay, I was off by a year. How dare least. you? Yeah, close. Get it right. Get your fucking Pokemon years right. Jesus I was Christ. pretty close for not knowing shit about fuck all. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Mm. Anyway. You, do you see my co-host? He won't give me an inch. Nope, never. The gang are at the rock Pikachu led me out to now, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there's tracks. Yeah. There's three sets of tracks. There's Pikachu tracks, Meowth tracks. Uh-oh. Right on tracks as well. There's only one set of footprints. What happened to <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> Pikachu looked back and turns out Meowth's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> uh, okay, so <laughs> Ash is determined, though. He sees the prince going off the edge of the cliff. He's not going to like succumb to the darkness. He slides down the cliff. Pretty cool. Now, Jesse and James have a totally different attitude. To getting that meowth back. Yeah. They're in the balloon. They're like sluggishly looking about with uh, binoculars. Binoculars. <laughs> Thank you. I could not think of the word. Uh, and Jesse's yawning. She's like, yeah, no meowth, whatever. Yeah. It was, we'll find him eventually. Like, yeah. They couldn't have gotten very far with meowth's brain power. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> whatever happened to the meowth episode where they were like, we love meowth. We want our friend back. He's everything. Yeah, they don't have great happened. memories. Like, they don't no. learn from their lessons. No. Uh, you would think they would when they almost got, you know, killed 40 times. Hit 400 times, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Meowth and Pikachu are starving. They they spot one apple on a tree. And so they uh, kind of race for it. Meowth does a leap and comes up just short because Pikachu <laughs> pulled Pikachu back on the, on the rope. <laughs> he so yoinks cute. him. <laughs> I love it. So Pikachu gets the apple, and Meowth just kind of gives in. He's like, you're the better Pokemon. You well, get the apple. And this is where Meowth starts using, you know, friendly language. He's like, well, you outsmarted me, buddy. Uh, from this point on in the episode, he calls Pikachu buddy a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you win, and he's kind of crying. And this is the high point of the episode for me. Pikachu mm -hmm. splits the apple in ah. half and shares it. Holy crap, was that heart melting. We stan a sympathetic yeah, king. We do. Oh, and me, but this this like really hits me out in the soft spot. He starts to like ball about. It. He's like, I, I'm not used to anyone being so nice to me. Yeah, <laughs> we need better so friends. Sad. Yeah. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> if sharing an apple when you're starving to death is the lie, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a sweet moment, right? Because it's it coming is, from right? an enemy. It's a bit of a good Samaritan moment, and like that that would warm anybody's heart. Great moment. Very good moment. Good job, Pikachu. We love you. And then we get a flashback. They, they love their fucking flashbacks. Yeah, but this these flashback days. actually made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Pikachu has put Meowth through a lot, right. but it's always been under the Twerp's commands. Meowth's thinking maybe maybe this Pikachu isn't so bad. And then he pitches to Pikachu, "Hey, you could leave the Twerp and come work for Team Rocket. We could be pals all the time." Yeah, under different circumstances, we'd be friends. So that the flashback that's going through this all, it's got like cheesy, like nice music play. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. just all the times like Team Rocket got shocked by Pikachu. <laughs> it's just like a torture montage. <laughs>
but there's too many to put in the on uh in one episode so yeah, i guess like it doesn't few. get them all but, but it's like no, a good God, like no. five or six right yeah all of them put together would be more than an episode you can make a whole episode just out of those bits new dvd cut yeah <laughs> there's like a special they release that is the just rocket getting yeah. shocked but uh yeah i mean i was pitching all this stuff but pikachu's fallen asleep on his lap oh so cute oh that was really cute yeah i can dream can't i meow says as they kind of fall asleep cuddling each other oh. ah. so the next morning they uh they, they wake up and Pidgeot's back. Oh, swooping in on them from one side. And so is Rhydon. Charging at them from the other. You know, at the start of the episode, when they were like, I hear this island has giant Pidgeot and Rhydon. I didn't think they meant one of each. Oh, is that what they meant? These are the exact <laughs> same ones? I think they're the same ones. <laughs> they are? I'm pretty sure. I mean... Oh, I didn't really think of that too deeply. I was... Uh... I was taking the same approach you were. I thought it was a whole bunch of fat ass <laughs> Pidgeots and a whole screw of uh, a whole crew of thick Rhydons. No, it definitely seemed to me that they were just there was just one. Are they Rhydons on or Rhyhorns? It's Rhydon. Oh, I wrote down Rhyhorn. <laughs> How dare you! I can't. I can't keep track. Which you've ones. been doing this for they've, a year. They've Ryan. both got horns. <laughs> so, just saying. I don't know what your point is. My point so. is that it could be a good name for either. Sure, whatever. I'll humor you. So, yeah, Pidgeot and Rhydon are both after our favorite little pair here. When suddenly, in a fit of heroism, Ash comes leaping off the cliff. And then Team Rocket's there in the in the balloon, too, coming in. Yeah, also coming from different sides. And so Ash, as he jumps over the cliff, sends out Snorlax. Ooh, this is like... pretty epic. Snorlax blocks the Rhyhorn. <laughs> Rhydon. Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it a right horn to piss you off. Don't you dare! <laughs> but it was an accident. So <laughs> the only thing as fat as this fat Rhydon is Snorlax. I love this. It feels so epic. It did because I think partially because it's Snorlax and not Bulbasaur or Squirtle. Because Ash always goes to Bulbasaur or Squirtle when he's sending someone out. That totally, we, we don't get to see Snorlax that often. Might be the first time we got our real combat situation yeah. with him. And it's also that it was situationally smart because it's mm -hmm. like big boy, big chunkers. Big boys. <laughs> chonkers gone crazy. <laughs> chonkers gone bonkers. Come on. Oh, that's it. Yeah, we don't see Snorlax that often. And so like, when, when Ash starts throwing the ball and he's like, go Snorlax, you're like, oh, some shit's about to go down. Yeah, and he looks really cool grappling with the Rhydon. The yeah, Rhydon wonderful. Horn. And yeah, the synth guitar gym theme comes in. Wonderful. Snorlax holds off the Rhyhorn and then Jesse sends out Arbok to go for a bite on Pidgeot. They kind of just hit each other off. And it's then basically uh, a snake flying through the yeah. air. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Snorlax then mega punches Rhydon away, and then Arbok wraps Pidgeot and bites it, and Pidgeot flies off. This is Bye-bye, birdie. It's a quick combat segment, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it was punchy. It had uh, physics. You know? yeah. it, had, it, was, it was kinetic. That's the word. It was kinetic. And so Meowth runs off to Jesse and James, dragging Pikachu along. He's so happy that <laughs> they spent time going to find him. I thought him, you didn't like, care. We don't. <laughs> We're after Pikachu. Basically, what they said. Sorry to burst your bubble, James says. Very sad. Very depressing. Like the painful Jesus. truth. 
Yeah, they should have white lied. No? Yeah. Eh, say respect their honesty, but like, no, not a good look. In a more plot-driven show, this might be the uh, incident that turns Meowth against Team Rocket. Yeah, totally. But uh, no, he'll forget about this by the next episode. So, Like, they've never shared an apple. Yeah, what the fuck, guys? So, uh, yeah, they, they were just trying to find Pikachu, and Meowth was the package deal. So mm. they had to find Meowth. Whatever. <laughs> but now Pikachu's getting pulled in the other direction. Yeah. Uh, or Meowth is getting pulled in the other direction. You're getting Pikachu... your Pokemon mixed up a lot. Well, that is sort of the theme of the episode. <laughs> they're, they're all, your Pikachu's in your Meowths. Get them a two-for-one situation. Uh, come on, Rhyhordon, whatever that thing is. That's easier. Rhyperior. Oh, my God, there's a third? Yeah. I'm not ready for this lesson. So <laughs> well, it's not till Gen 4. Pikachu's pulling Meowth in the opposite direction. Pikachu gets reunited with Ash. And then I believe James grabs Meowth from yeah. the other side. So now we have a tug of war going on. Team Rocket versus Ash. Now, where is the key? Jesse has the key. So Ash sees this, he's like, oh, okay, I got a plan. Go Bulbasaur and hits James in the face with his Pokeball, who <laughs> releases Meowth. And then Pikachu... That, that could have been the whole plan. <laughs> it could have been. It should have been, honestly. That would have been funny. <laughs> you don't need so, the Pokeballs to summon Pokemon. You just... That's the weapon. <laughs> Boom. Just whip it. Whip it at James. So Pikachu bolts Arbok. Uh, Victory Bell's out now. He eats Arbok. Bulbasaur vine whips them, uh, who launch Victory Bell and Arbok into Jesse and James. Jesse releases the key, letting Pikachu and Meowth free yeah, from their connectors. the key out of the air, unlocks them. It's a Team Rocket trying to make a getaway. They lift off in the balloon. They have one more one surprise. One surprise. It's some energy cannon or something. Yeah, it's like a special beam cannon, Piccolo yeah. style. I think It's a full-on rail gun. They have mounted on the bottom of the balloon, and it is charging. Yeah, and it's going to take us uh, about four episodes to charge up with the whole thing, I think. Very Dragon Ball like Z, yeah. Yep, yep. Good, good. good. But those four episodes go very quickly because it happens in about 10 seconds on screen. So, uh, so Misty, Misty tries to go Saryu. Tries to. Yeah, keyword. Tries to because uh, it's Psyduck. It's our boy. Our boy. <laughs> we love Psyduck. Let's go. They try to get him to use confusion and he's just like, Psyduck. He's not doing anything. He's not hurting enough. But the right. cannon's powering up, about to launch when Togepi, we see, waggling her fingers a little bit. And then, kaboom! Yeah, we have about, would you say, three Deus Ex Machina options in the show. Often it's Jigglypuff. Sometimes it's Psyduck getting a headache. Lately, I mean, uh, not lately, but Togepi is the other one. Yeah, Togepi's, Togepi's gotten Metro a couple. Note. Togepi's yeah. gotten a, a few clutch ones for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but Ash and Misty, or Ash and Tracy, I'm like, huh, I don't think that was Psyduck. I didn't really look like Psyduck did anything. Misty has this one figured out now. She's pretty confident. Yeah, Something's she's up figured it out that, that Togepi has the metronome powers. Um, but Ash and Tracy are being so stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a baby. How the fuck could it do anything? Babies are useless. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whiny baby. All it does is cry. Mm-hmm. I know everything about how the world works because I'm a man. And I'm 10. I'm old enough to know the world. <laughs> I have to shave my face. Actually, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be in a few more years. So uh, Ash and Pikachu properly reunite at this point. They're happy to see each other. It's great. Mm-hmm. That's basically it for that. Then Team Rocket, we see, have landed somewhere on the ground. Uh, they're very hungry, and there's only one apple nearby. So it's a repeat of that old bit, yep. but this time they basically just hit each other. <laughs> yeah, and Jesse gets the last blow, of course. She and gets the she apple. She's like, the we're going to split it and share. share. <laughs> we're going to share it. I'll take the first bite and then eats the whole thing. 
And Meowth misses Pikachu, as yeah. he should. He's like, as well, he Pikachu's a much better friend than you yeah. guys. <laughs> and that's the episode. Okay, so I've got Great a literary uh, hour here. Now, I, I couldn't confirm if this was the start of this trope. It probably wasn't because it's not that old. But there's a 1979 short story, sci-fi short story, that was published in one of the uh, Isaac Asimov science fiction magazines by one Barry B. Longyear, what a name, uh, mm-hmm. called Enemy Mine, which is about uh, on a planet during kind of a galactic war, two soldiers crash. Uh, one is human. The other is a race of aliens who look like lizards. <laughs> so there is a lizard person. And uh, they initially, like, you know, are, are trying to kill each other. And they can't communicate because they speak different languages. But then they realize kind of the situation they're in. And they work together despite, you know, being at opposite sides in, in the war uh, and not being able to communicate. But they work together mm-hmm. against the elements to survive. And apparently this got adapted into a movie uh, that I've never heard of by the same name. So Enemy Mine from 1985 starring Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. I have never heard of it, and I do not know who either of those two people are. You have heard of Dennis Quaid, at least in have name. I? He's a pretty popular actor. I don't know if actually I don't know if he's popular, but he's been around for a long time. You've definitely seen something Dennis Quaid has been in, but well, let's take a look um, at that film. But he's not he's not we? big enough for me to like be to think that it, like you need to know about him or anything. I don't know. Maybe some Dennis Quaid fans are losing it in the comments. I believe his isn't his son. Jack Quaid, John Quaid, whatever, in uh, I, The Boys. Yeah, I, I don't so. know any of these people. Huh. Yeah, I don't recognize anything I, I would You've never heard them. of Gorp? 1980s Gorp? <laughs> I Apparently not. It's I don't know how. Wow. Gorp's a classic. Yeah. 1975's <laughs> Crazy Mama. Or what about this? 1983's Jaws 3D? <laughs> nope. I don't know. Also known as Jaws 3 in its 2D form? <laughs> this is <Jesus>. real <laughs> what a mess I, I didn't make that up that is what <laughs> the title says <laughs> I see that now <laughs> that's dumb okay whatever uh, let's rate it let's Sorry. rate Dennis Quaid's career we're, we're going to the four for the plastic ping pong picture of objective rankings we will pull two categories at random and rank the episode based on those categories what do we got first go we have Oh, silly Pikachu moments. Oh, good one. Oh. It kind of is a silly Pikachu. It, it's a serious Pikachu. It's a brave Pikachu. It's a, it's a Pikachu we love. It's an, a sympathetic Pikachu, like you said. It's an everything um, Pikachu. We love but he Pikachu. Does, but he does have his silliness. The thing with the map is good. Everything he does to fuck with Meowth is good. It's brilliant. Him spinning in the air to land so on funny. him. Yeah, the pullback of the rope to keep me out the way from the apple, the threatening yeah. him with thunder shocks, the oh everything, the running away from each other, hitting each other a bit. Yeah, it's oh, a Pikachu amazing. bit episode. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty 10. high. It's ten for me. Yeah, you know what? I'll go with it. I'll, oh. I'll respect it. Sometimes the category is made for something. And yeah, it's made for bound for trouble. Let's it's go like for when, a ten. It's like when Misty's exasperation was made for that Psyduck Golduck episode. Oh yeah. So, all right. Category two, we could have we could have ourselves a perfect ten. No, don't jinx it. Jinx it's, is canceled. <laughs> Tracy's bullshit. Ah, it's not a perfect ten. Is it? Not a lot um, of Tracy. He did have a couple lines I thought that we thought were stupid, though. 
What was happening when I said that he was a bird guy? <laughs> <laughs> that was just at the start of the episode when he was like, oh, they had this big okay. pitchy on. Yeah, you know what? That wasn't bullshit. That was me projecting. That was you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was me putting words in his mouth. Uh, him and Misty tell Ash that the fruit basket has to be a trap, which ends up getting them caught. Okay, Tracy was part of that. Yeah, I thought that was a little bit more Misty, though, but yeah. Um, Ooh, I'm not seeing much yeah, Tracy dialogue even that I know. Yeah, there's just not a lot of Tracy in general. Oh, crap. It's a very Pokemon episode. Two. Yeah, I... Hate to see it. Gonna just keep looking real quick. <laughs> I barely have Tracy he, he in my really notes at all. really wants to give this episode a good score. I wanted this one to get good good ratings. But there's really nothing. Yeah. Ugh. Don't compromise your integrity. I will, always. Look inside yourself. You know it to be true. <laughs> I'll give it... Ugh. I'll do... Uh, I don't even know if two is enough. Or two is apt. Uh, 1.8. Wow, 1.8. Yeah. So that's 1.9. So a 5.95. We're bound yeah. for trouble. Ugh. Ah, oh, there we have it. Dennis Quaid's career. We almost had greatness. Did you know he was one? Of, he was the dad from the remake of The Parent Trap. I didn't know. I oh. don't know who this is. Have you so. seen The Parent Trap? <laughs> no, I have not. Oh yeah, you're too young. <laughs> I know of it. That's the one oh, where like a young. That's the one where like Lindsay Lohan plays twins, right? Yes, yeah. I believe so. That's a remake where where she's playing twins. There's like a one from like oh, the was, 60s or something. There was a first one? Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, Yeah, that's Bad for Trouble. Let's jump into episode 107, Charizard Chills. This is also Ooh. very good episode. Giving me chills. So they're sailing. Finally. Oh my God, it's been forever. <laughs> and Ash only needs one more badge. He's excited. Yep. Suddenly a boat kind of pulls up next to them, going real Almost fast. I think they're going to get hit. They pull up to them. The, the guy comes out. And yeah, one of the cast apologize. of the Warriors comes out. Uh, good reference. I don't know anything <laughs> about that. We really need a line up on our pop culture novel. <laughs> Just trust me and go with it. <laughs> it's a it's a miracle when you make a reference that I get. It's from the and 80s. vice versa. Just, just accept it and move on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Misty makes this guy apologize to Togepi specifically, which was kind of funny. But he flirts yeah. with her. Oh He's yeah, like, he hits on her. Yeah, in a in a in, in a gross way, Tad. He says not to be angry because it uh, makes her face look like a tentacle. Don't tell a woman to smile, Tad. Right. So he what actually hits on her in a scummy way, right? He does it in that way that's like forceful. Uh, yeah, talks about her looks and also um also backhanded he, he's, it's backhanded compliment, right? So he's like, it's that digging. It's like her putting her down so you can pull them up, sort of. Uh, and that's a really scummy way to hit on someone. Let's be real. But mm -hmm. the funny thing is, is <laughs> she doesn't see it that way. Misty actually doesn't see it that way because she thinks tentacles are cute. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. she's making hard eyes. Ash and Tracy are like, what are you talking about? She's like, this might be crazy, but there are some people out there that think the tentacruel is ugly. And Ash yeah. has to be like, Misty, I think this guy is one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was being sleazy, Misty. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It was good. I like that. That was good. But now this is Tad. He's been kind of looking for Ash. He knows that Ash got a badge on Trovi in the Trevita gym. He overheard Rudy talking about how he used pure power to win. And Misty's like, <laughs> that's what you use when you don't have skill. <laughs> Burn. Burn. 
Yeah, Tad actually re- tells us a story about how Rudy had hit on his female companion as well, but his <laughs> companion actually stayed with Rudy yeah. forever. So heartbreaking. And so Tad wants to fight strong trainers. So he's been kind of looking for Ash, and so Misty starts starts to look around to see where the strong trainers <laughs> could be. <laughs> I mean, you had to do it, Misty. It that was, was, a good it was just there hanging. <laughs> yeah. And so he challenges Ash, and so they'll battle on the nearby island that Team Rocket are on. Did we get a name of this island either? I don't even uh, Charizard Frozen Battle Island. Again, I don't That's think that's actually an exotic fruit. Charizard Frozen <laughs> Battle. <laughs> I don't think we ever get this in the uh, the dub. Maybe it's in the Japanese, but Bubblepedia is calling this Cleopatra Island. Is that a type of an orange? Take a guess if I'm looking it up. Yeah, probably. Cleopatra Mandarin. There you go. A citrus reshni, also known as Cleopatra mandarin, is a citrus tree that is commonly used in agriculture as a rootstock of different cultivated species of citrus, mostly orange, grapefruit, tangerine, and lemon. Beautiful. Thank you, Wikipedia. Now, Team Rocket's already on this island uh, and sees them coming. Yeah, they're building something? (laughs) And they're like, what losers would come here? (laughs) They're like, well, we came here. (laughs) We're we're here. (laughs) So 2v2 is what the battle will be. Ash, uh, great detective line. Battle hard, Pikachu. If we win this first one, we'll have the advantage. That is how numbers work. I also wrote that down as a great detective moment, so that means (laughs) it's extra good, because I'm like, you just said like a tautology. Like, that was just just like a truth. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a long winded of saying is of one is bigger than zero. Yeah, that is exactly what he said. (laughs) He could have been like, Pikachu, if we win, we will have one. Oh. Go for victory. That means winning. <laughs> yeah. Nothing kills me except for death. <laughs> so seeing an electric type, Tad makes the uh, obvious choice here to go with Polyrath. A water, oh, water type. type. Okay. Yeah, but this Polyrath ain't your usual Polyrath. He's yeah, this Polyrath fucks. This Polyrath fucks. <laughs> this Polyrath does fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's the strongest Pokemon from his hometown. Bum, 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 That's what bum, we learned. Bum, they have some bum, kind of bum, contest bum. or some shit. Right, and in this small town, uh, you, you know how there's the Giga Chad meme? They actually have their mm-hmm. own version of that where they just put pictures of this Polyrath with oh, the yeah. music. Misty asks what I've been asking at this point. Like, why would he use a water type against an electric type? Something's mm-hmm. got to be up. Yeah, there's some a, kind of trick Tracy's thing here. Like when this guy does it, there's a trick. When Ash does it, it's because he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so Pikachu goes for Thunderbolt. Polyrath double teams, splitting himself into many different copies. Which one's the real one? Oh. So let's quick attack to find out. Pikachu starts knocking down clone after clone until eventually Pikachu hits the real one with a Thunderbolt. But it doesn't seem to do much. Yeah, it doesn't really hurt it. And and no. so what is the game explanation for this? Just that this Polyrath is so yoked that even though he's taking double damage, it doesn't really matter? Uh, Yeah, it's like level 100, full special defense investment, I guess. Right. So even though he's getting a weakness, it's still not. He's just too strong. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it would still do decent damage, I imagine. But whatever. Well, let's go with it. We need yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, hypnosises. Pikachu falls asleep, which is normally the end of the battle. But then Polyrath goes in for the overkill with a water gun. Yeah, hits him away. Pikachu's Great flying. Pokemon sound, though, uh, as the water gun is finishing. We hear... <laughs> <laughs> is that your Nixon impression again? <laughs> <laughs> 
Polly Rath is not a crook. <laughs> Beautiful. He wasn't involved in water type gate. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh very good. So Tracy, uh, you know, thinks that this guy's smart in letting Pikachu waste his energy and then finishing him. I didn't feel like that was that much energy, though, that he, <laughs> that he used. Sad reveals his mindset that there's there's no challenge in just matching elements up. I'm not here to play rock, paper, scissors. There's lots to be said for the element of surprise. Whoa. So Ash whips out a Pokeball. Do you like surprises? Well, Ash is You'll tilted. love this. It's a secret weapon. Missing Tracy, you're both like, oh, no. Oh, God, this Ash, again. <laughs> come on. And so he goes for Charizard. I mean, it's in the title, title of the episode. So. Yeah, I mean, that you should have guessed. Yeah. So uh, Ash, of course, like usual, is like, it's going to work this time. Ash is the type of motherfucker who does the same thing every day, expecting a different outcome. Literally. Every time he sent yeah, Charizard literally. out, he's like, I'm a good enough trainer now to command Charizard. And Charizard just scorches him. But you have does. no evidence Again, that anything's changed. It's ridiculous. You're just getting more badges. You're not learning anything, Ash. Come on. Come on. Charizard flies off. Yeah, and Tad's not looking. He, he's looking down on this situation. He's like, really, Ash? You used a Pokemon that's not even trained? Yeah, he's like, you'll never get into the Orange League using a Pokemon like that. And Ash is like, what do you mean? Ash, how is it not I, I obvious? Mean what I said. <laughs> he just told you. <laughs> Come on. You're killing me, Ash. Yeah. Oh, so Polyrath water guns. Charizard flies back in. Ah, a worthy opponent. Right. Our battle will be legendary. <laughs> and he yells in anger. Charizard does this thing when he's uh, found someone he wants to fight where he just screams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Ash and he, is trying to be friends, though. He takes that as a cue that, like, Charizard's yeah. going to listen. He's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> He's just screaming. He knocks over Ash. Or he, he stomps the ground, which knocks Ash over. And Ash just starts to plead to work together. Like, please, Charizard, for the love of God. <laughs> just listen to me once. Pikachu's so concerned. <laughs> he flamethrowers Polyrath, does nothing. Ash is telling yeah, him to use another attack. So That's basically, not working. Basically, this Polyrath has such high special defense that special attacks aren't working. Is yeah. that how you're reading this? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. All right, in Gen 1, it would just be special, because special attack and special defense were one stat. Okay. Which was definitely a, a decision that they made in programming, because that was dumb. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ash is... But uh, th that's the thing, is that he's like... He he defends against uh, special moves, so like, like mm -hmm. Thunder, like Flamethrower... And so that's why Ash is suggesting try something physical, right? That's kind of yeah. how to read that. So try well, something like Mega Punch. Yeah, he's selling Charizard try anything else. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> But Charizard won't listen. Charizard just likes to breathe fire, and that's what he's going to try and do. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm a fire breather. That's kind of my thing. My thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not hurting it at all. And then we see, uh-oh, it seems the tail flame on Charizard has gotten hit a little bit doused a little bit of that flame and Which then basically means he's using a lot of energy yeah and polyrath goes for an ice beam freezes charizard into a solid block mid-air falls, falls to the ground he does not shatter thankfully i kind of felt like that was coming <laughs> Ooh. so ash starts to chip away at the ice block with a rock they get his head out so he can breathe that's good yeah and then Tad recalls Polyrath and leaves as if he didn't just nearly kill this Charizard. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'll leave you to take out the trash. He's, he's <laughs> like, I'll be back if you ever learn to control that thing. He won't be able to control it, Tad. 
if it's if dead. It's dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But Team Rocket are watching. They're kind of shocked. The Twerp lost. Yeah, they're happen. not used to Ash losing. And that must make them feel like shit, because they're like, <laughs> we we really suck. <laughs> yeah. But Meowth sees the opportunity, though. The Torps are stuck here until they can get Charizard defrosted. And so we cut to later, and Charizard has been defrosted. <laughs> is that, a, is that a, a button on your microwave, defrost Charizard? <laughs> What's the setting for that? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if putting fire in the microwave is a safe thing to do. Definitely don't put a steel type. No, that would. Ooh. I right, I, so micro- I I accidentally microwaved butter in its uh, foil wrapper once. Did your microwave survive? Yeah, because I noticed it after like two seconds. Oh, I was okay. like, wait, shit! You're <laughs> not supposed goodness. to put that in the microwave. <laughs> so you were, uh, you were on the ball. Yeah. So much like that butter. No, much like the butter melting. Butter that melts was once solid, and now it's liquid, much like the ice around Charizard, <laughs> and then later Charizard's heart. What a fucking Char- Charizard's stretch. defrosted. It's night. <laughs> Charizard is next to the fire. But he, he's sick, right? He's like, chill. So his tail of flame is low, and so basically, and he still feels cold, right? He's a lizard. So Ash is rubbing the Charizard. His hands are raw because he's been rubbing his buddy so much. Yeah, Charizard is chilled, hence the name of the episode, Charizard Chills. And when your buddies are too chilled, you gotta rub them. Yep. Homies rub, rub each other. Rub your homies. Rub your homies goodnight. <laughs> I don't know why, but the goodnight made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him a good rub. Get to sleep. It's all good night, rub. So, so, Pikachu's concerned about Ash's mm-hmm. hands, but uh, but uh, but then he joins in. Like Ash and Pikachu are just still rubbing. Adorable. And, and Charizard's looking back every once in a while. He's conscious now. Uh, he sees Ash helping. He starts thrashing around a bit. Mm-hmm. Ash assures him, "You got to rest. You got to get your energy back up." Um, Charizard's trying to flame, and it's just like a gasp. <laughs> <laughs> just like dust comes out. <laughs> Yeah, he's like freaking out that uh, we don't really know exactly what he's freaking out about. Probably about Ash. Probably that Ash is touching him. Like, yeah, he he doesn't understand that Ash is helping. Mm-hmm. He he's a very he's animalistic, right? Like like he's based everything on rage and on sort of being the alpha, and he has not figured out how to work with others at all. <laughs> yeah, but he freaks out so much that he just passes back out. Right. Just knocks himself back out. And so they're they're trying a lot to warm him up. More firewood. Misty's grabbing a blanket. Why didn't you think of that sooner? Uh, <laughs> you thought of rubbing him till your hands are raw before you thought of blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But I guess yeah. if it's a lizard, right? Like he doesn't make its own heat, except that it does because <laughs> he's got the tail flame and the flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Uh the anatomy of this thing's very confusing. <laughs> Tracy notes that Charizard's feeling warmer, but that flame on his tail is still quite small. So we gotta keep keep working. Uh, he wakes up again, tries a flamethrower again, but there's nothing. Ash tells him he needs to rest. When he when he gets better, he can fly around and flamethrower him as much as he wants. But for now, <laughs> he has to sleep. What a nice uh, offering. <laughs> <laughs> and so Misty's building up this fire. It gets very, very hot, wipes the sweat from her brow. And so Tracy comes in and offers the best beverage in this situation, cocoa. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, maybe just some sugar. Keep yourself up, right? <laughs> yeah, hot Man, you're, cocoa. You're really hot in front of this fire? 
Have some fucking blazing hot coffee. Tracy Tracy is the kind of homie who would give hot cocoa to someone who's too warm. Tracy the type of homie who brings salad to a barbecue. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Tracy the kind of homie that puts raisins in the potato salad. Oh, he he totally does that. Don't do that. (laughs) Tracy is the type of uh, homie who... Uh, people want to watch Lion King, and he brings over Lion King 2. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy's the kind of homie that you put salt on some food, and he eats, and he goes, Ooh, what's that? Spice. Oh, God. It's paprika, <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not spicy. <laughs> Tracy, the kind of homie to see a box of donuts and wiggle his fingers and go, Ooh, don't mind if I do. Oh, God, he is the type of homie. (laughs) (laughs) Tracy, the type of homie to make really awkward jokes about how you're getting your time back when a meeting ends early. (laughs) Tracy, the kind of homie to run a joke into the ground in the course of five minutes. (laughs) Tracy, the kind of homie to make a Tracy, the kind of homie joke even when he doesn't have a good idea in his head. (laughs) Tracy, the kind of homie to move on in the episode. All right. All right, Tracy. Oh, look at that segue. I'm so good at it, too. Ash is talking to Charizard here, basically just pouring his heart out. Like, you know, I've had you since you were Charmander. I saw you evolve into Charmeleon and Charizard. I know I'm not the best trainer. Sometimes I make wrong decisions. No shit, Ash. Sometimes I don't do the <laughs> smartest thing. No shit, Ash. Jesus Christ. And so, oh boy, what's this? It's a flashback. Oh, Our favorite. <laughs> Montage of Charmander here basically remembering his youth (laughs) and this made me miss charmander charmander's so cute i love charmander yeah like it's great that we get charizard because he has like all all of the good battle moments right but like at the expense of having to lose head on charmander that's kind of the double-edged sword of evolution Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, like i can understand these days why a lot of ashes pokemon don't evolve for various reasons but definitely as a kid, I was like, come on, Squirtle, become a war turtle, damn it. What are you doing? Because <laughs> you just want the cool power. I just want but the it's cool like, ones. Now you realize you're like, oh, but the, the first evolutions are often like the cutest designs. Like mm-hmm. They're really clean, yeah, appealing absolutely. designs. It is not a, not many final stage evolutions that are like, oh, my God, it's so adorable. <laughs> like in the same way as the. Oh my god, it's so original. adorable! Your little Tyrantar, <laughs> whatever that thing's called. Tyranitar. Tyranitar. Thank you. You were so close. Oh, so close. Anyway, yeah. So we get we get that flashback. There's some fun moments in there that we see. Uh, Charmander stuff. Charizard being a dick to Ash. Mm-hmm. And then Charizard back in present day stares up at the stars. His flame grows a little bit, which is a good sign. They continue to rub the gang. The gang continues to rub. Not they continue to rub the gang. Uh, they're very tired. <laughs> the gang has rubbed so much that they're getting sleepy. Yeah, Misty's passing out. Ash passes out. When the flame grows, the sun rises. Ash is asleep on Charizard. Charizard Aww. gets up without waking him, though. Which, which is, is impressive. Impressive. A real tablecloth pulled under the cutlery mm-hmm. sort of move. Yes. And so he gets up. He's all better. He's uh, When Ash and them wake up, Charizard's standing at the, the shore, basically just basking in the sunlight, taking it all in. <laughs> Yeah, he's just posing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, well, the uh, rubbing worked. His tail is has a full yeah. flame. He looks back at the gang, kind of smirks a little bit. What's going on with that? And then rumble, rumble, kaboom. Once again, something is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, something is happening. Wow, cool line. Uh, 
Some kind of explosion. What's that? Tad runs over. Where the fuck was he? <laughs> Just out for his like 6 a.m. jog? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the, he's like at the port. I think he was getting ready to leave and then he saw this explosion. He was like, oh. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Another thing? God damn it. Okay, let's go find out what that is. And so it's a giant drill. This is what Team Rocket was working on at the beginning of the episode, I guess. It scoops Pikachu up. And it's Tad's not, back. It's not just a drill. It's like a drill tank. Yes. A la Dr. Robotnik from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. Did this not look like something that doc, our, our beloved Dr. Eggman would build? <laughs> Absolutely it would. The egg drill. <laughs> and and now the egg drill, like it can open its drill like a mouth. And that's how it swallows Pikachu. And now Pikachu is like inside of it in like a glass cage. That's uh, obviously shockproof. I feel like splitting a drill in two like that would, Compromises would lose integrity. Yeah, yeah. It would lose yeah. a lot of the structural integrity there. For sure. In terms of the drill strange power. decision. Yeah, very, very odd. The planner only thought to think if he could, not if he should. So. <laughs> or not if it would work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the drill goes underground, I guess. It's like running away. Ash runs at them. But Charizard speeds ahead. What's oh, this? Ash great. has a teammate. Whoa. He jumps on Charizard's back. Oh, oh that's sweet. kick ass. Love it. But uh, also in the drill tank, in the egg drill, sorry. Uh, Meowth goes, now that we have Pikachu, nothing can possibly go wrong. <laughs> Where have I heard that song before? <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, we get the Charizard thing. That's cool. Back up on the surface, the drill has emerged from the mountain. But Charizard has the machine in his talons. Ooh. Stopping it from moving. It starts charging up a flame. But Ash is like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. That could hurt Pikachu. Can you break into the tank? Is there any way you can do that? And so he goes for the mega kick, which is fucking sweet. Breaking this the is tank a big open. Deal. This is the first time that Charizard listens Has can listened. be written down. Yeah. <laughs> Launching Pikachu into the air, he flies up, breaks the cage with his mouth, freeing oh, Pikachu. Badass. It was so good. So now we've got Ashton Pikachu on Charizard. Well, and then t- where's the get off? I don't know. But then uh, in classic Dr. Robotnik action, saws appear. <laughs> what the fuck was this about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the tank with its drill gone now has saws at the side. <laughs> like they're trying to kill them now. It's phase what two. What is this? <laughs> it's phase two. It's an endgame boss. Bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. So it's, it sends Charizard to the ground, knocking Ash and Pikachu off. Those two are kind of knocked out now. And then we get a really long sequence of Charizard looking at Ash. Which made me laugh. I yep. actually laughed out loud during this <laughs> they part. They did this so much. Because it's about like five or six zoom-ins back and yep. forth on Ash and Charizard's faces. <laughs> and Ash isn't even awake. <laughs> no, it looked so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it does this until his eyes glow. And then he his uh, his fire grows to magnificent proportions. Whoa. He has unlocked the fury of a thousand suns. What an alpha. And the deck says it's rage, which I don't think is correct, actually. Well, what do you think he's doing? Well, okay. First of all, Charmander. First of all. <laughs> I get nervous when you say first of all. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Charmander already learned rage. Okay. Earlier in the series, uh, Bulbapedia notes in the English stub, the Pokedex incorrectly identifies Charizard's Dragon Rage as Rage. Mm, okay. So this is supposed to be Dragon Rage, not not Rage. Okay. 
And those are different because rage is the thing where you go berserker, don't have control. Dragon Rage is what? A special attack buff? Or what is it? Dragon Rage does 40 damage. Oh, it's an attack. Yeah. It's the only dragon move in Gen 1. Ah, I see. Straight up. All right. So he's he's going nuts with the Dragon Rage. And a giant fireball shoots out. Uh, a real Hadouken situation. Blows Hadouken. up Blows up the tank and, and Team Rocket blasts off. And I think they just say, oh, no, or something like that. They don't say we're blasting off again. <laughs> no, they're just, they're like, just like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Bing. And now Ash has a has a great line. You're the hottest and the coolest Charizard. <laughs> Flirting with your Charizard. I know he's listening to you now, Ash, but that doesn't mean you got to go all weird on us. And, and what a lame line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it would seem Charizard is finally on Ash's side. And so Tad challenges him to a rematch. rematch. Charizard's in. He's down. It's going to be Charizard yeah. versus Polyrath. And then we get the Orange Island theme song. Yeah. you don't the, hear that enough. The opening theme, right? Do you want to be a master? Pokemon! Do you have the skills to be number one? Wanna be the ultimate player? Yeah, there you go. That's our rendition. We should go on American Idol. With just that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is our welcome to our our show. We do extremely poor covers of Pokemon theme songs. We only remember like half the words. It's honestly not very good. Destiny. You're my best friend in the world. Digimon. <laughs> Digital monsters, Digimon are the <laughs> champions. champions. I can't wait till we get to Digimon. I can. <laughs> anyway, so it's, it's Water Gun from Polyrath. Charizard flies to dodge. He's listening to Ash now. Ash oh, yes. is commanding him. Uh, but it, I, honestly, I think Charizard was better off because then Ash commands an Ember attack when literally any other fire move would have been better than that. Yeah, um, that was kind of weird. I also thought, I'm like, does that even look like an Ember? I don't know. Yeah. So water um, gun douses but it. But it hits water gun, so now we've got steam. Of course, ember plus water gun makes steam. Steam attack. Steam sale. Christmas mm. season. <laughs> Psychological <laughs> programming. Oh my god, Gabe Big Newell brother is, is watching. doing it right here. He wants us to spend money. It's 1984, oh god. <laughs> and so he uh, lands back on the ground. Ash commands, take down, goes for it. Palorath goes for a mega kick. Charizard catches it. In his hand. Yeah, they like hit at the same time. Deflected. Very cool looking. Polyrath tries to get another ice beam off. Charizard flies again to dodge it. And then he uh, starts flying in. Polyrath gets ready for a body slam. But Charizard spins, knocking Polyrath off of its feet into the air. Where Charizard grabs it and seismic tosses for the win. And I love, I love Charizard seismic toss animation. Where it like shows the world. (laughs) Like he's (laughs) flying around the world. Superman the movie style uh, goes around the whole earth, smashes Polyrath dead in the ground. Boom. Ash has won this fight with his new listening Charizard, finally. It's incredible. Now, I don't remember <laughs> the anime beyond this point, like, at all. Uh, so, you know, d- does he continue to listen? I believe so, yes. Yeah? This is an actual lesson that has impact. Beautiful. Yeah, this is a, this is noted as a major event in the timeline of the anime. So this Perfect. is something that will keep moving forward. That's great. Which is excellent. So Tad congratulates him. 
and uh, we're gonna go. Yeah, so, let's, oh, let's battle ways. again in the league. And so then we get uh, a nice bit from the narrator. Though they battle in different places in different ways, the dreams of all Pokemon trainers is the same: to become a Pokemon master. Through his concern and commitment, Ash has earned Charizard's respect, and that brings his dream another step closer to coming true. Aww. Wow, nice, nice uh, sentence. Thanks for grabbing mm-hmm. that one. Uh, and then, so Ash is gloating so hard here that Charizard can't resist but flames him again. <laughs> <laughs> Charizard but, is scratching himself with his foot. So he's bouncing on one foot, and then Ash, like, leans on Charizard, which sends him off balance. And this pisses Charizard off. He's like, fuck you, I'm going to flamethrower you again. <laughs> but Ash, Ash claims he can handle the heat now. Yeah. And then we get a really cute, to-be-continued frame. They are they arted up on the last frame, which uh, I've been waiting for these to show up. Because this yeah, is something like that happens a that. lot more mm-hmm. uh, going into the future of the anime. But uh, that's the episode. All right. So literary hour. So thinking about that theme about earned respect, but it's like where one of the characters is being, you know, kind of rude and kind of, you know, mean and and then kind of sees that, oh, there is a friendship here, right? Like thinks that it's about competency, but then sees how they can be better through trust and overcomes that sort of uh yeah, overcomes the rudeness that was sort of fueling them. And TV Tropes calls that a jerk-ass realization. That's <laughs> the name of the trope. So they realize that name. they're a jerk. Now, I have uh, what I think is actually a pretty cool example of this from something really freaking cool. You want to hear about it? Absolutely. From the original books behind Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thomas and Percy got into a bitter quarrel, which started with Thomas blaming Percy for intentionally covering him in coal, and in the last book, Drip Tank, Thomas was even more unsympathetic towards Percy, calling him a drip during their argument in the sheds. This is, uh, I'm reading verbatim off of tvtropes.com right now, so quoting my stories, after Percy rescues him from his accident with a accident with a punctured water tank, Thomas becomes ashamed of his behavior and apologizes for calling him a drip and finally reconciles their friendship. I, I think that's funny as an insult, especially between two <laughs> trains, right? Fucking a drip. drip. <laughs> <laughs> it's from that point on that Thomas becomes more humble and kind throughout the series. Ah. Oh. Beautiful. Yeah, so Thomas Love is it. the Charizard there, and yeah. Percy is the Ash. Thomas had never seen what such bullshit before. What a jerk, Ash. All right. Yeah, let's Shall we finish this it. up? Mm-hmm. Right. What's our first category, Kellen? A good mix. First category, oh, the power of friendship. Oh. That's good. Oh, nice, nice. It is a good power of friendship one. It, it's definitely the theme of we can do more together than we can apart. Right, mm-hmm. yes. that's core to friendship. More powerful as a team, and uh, there's something about the friendship sort of pulling them through hard times too, right? Like Charizard's recovery, mm-hmm. I think, is fueled by the power of friendship. It's it's high. I want to go high. Yeah, yeah. I want to go. Ep- I want to go high like a Charizard. Yeah, the whole episode. I mean, it's the basis of the episode is Ash's love and care for his Pokemon is what's driving the whole thing forward. What drives Charizard eventually to realize that. Hey, maybe this kid actually does give a shit about me. Maybe I should be, you know, nicer to him about it. Uh, Pikachu. Pikachu is is great for that, too. He's even true, trying true. to help Charizard. Charizard helps to save Pikachu. Yeah, it's and the very, whole very gang kind of teaming together. I, I'm going 9.5. 9.5. I'm going to say, uh, I don't know if I can go that high. I'm going to say 9.2. <laughs> Pretty close. Oh. So that's a 9.35. Very good. Yeah. Solid score so far. Second category will be 
the flavor of the featured Pokemon if it were cooked. Ooh, a Charizard? I would Charizard, Charizard probably doesn't taste bad. Probably tastes all right. I, I don't know if really many cuisines that eat lizard. No. no. I actually can't think of any. Like, I've never heard of, like, Komodo dragon meat. But that might be because of how dangerous Komodo dragons are. <laughs> <laughs> but people eat, like, alligator, which is... Yeah, I've had alligator. Feels yeah, like it would be It's like somewhere, somewhere between chicken and fish. It's fine. I didn't think it was, like, that good, but it's fine. Plus, uh, I feel like Charizard doesn't need to be cooked that much because he's already, like, he's got fire on him. He's, like, oh, cooking Charizard himself. Charizard sashimi. Yeah. There's this one. Like, uh, you kill a Charizard, he's already medium rare. There's a really beautiful manga series called Drifting Dragons that's basically, it kind of feels like a period piece, sort of like a Nantucket, uh, like, whaling era, like, of, of the states and, and England. It sort of feels like you're on board a whaling vessel. But instead, it's in this world where there are islands in the sky, and the ships are airships, and they're whaling, quote-unquote, for dragons. And, like, getting dragon meat is really important. And every, like, volume of the manga comes with, like, recipes, because they're, like, cooking <laughs> the dragon meat, and it comes with these, like, fictional recipes and stuff. And it makes them seem so tasty. Like, there's, like, characters who are, like, really passionate about the cooking of dragon steaks and how you do it different dragon parts. <laughs> and so based on, like, those those chefs, they would they would know what to do with a Charizard. Yeah, and Charizard's got, like, so much meat on it. It has to. Like, look at those legs. <laughs> Chonky. Charizard wings for supper. Oh. <laughs> Just gnawing on them. That, that being said, this is not, I don't want to go perfect, though. This isn't no. like, this is like, you you could do you could build a cuisine out of this, but like it's um, edible and it could it taste is, good. It is not my first jump of a Pokemon I would snack on. So no, the the ten for a featured Pokemon flavor that's reserved for like Miltank, Vanillite, Toros, those kind yeah. of Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. that apple yeah. pie thing. Yeah, <laughs> you really on you really like that apple pie guy. Magnemites. <laughs> um, wait. <laughs> Test your judgment there a little bit. Question your judgment. Yeah, I just wanted to see if you were listening. Um, so I, I'm going to go with a seven. Yeah, I think this could be above average. Um, it's above average. You know what? I'm with you. I'm seven. Yeah, seven. Sevens. So that with 9.35. This got a good score. That is 8.175 for Charizard Ooh, that's Chills. Good. I feel like this is a fan favorite. That is that is the second highest episode in Orange Island so far. What's the first highest? Meowth Rules. As he does. Lord Nearth's Island. What were the Japanese names of the episodes we reviewed today? Um, Pikachu versus Nearth! Exclamation mark, question mark, and Lizardon! Exclamation mark. I choose you. Two exclamation marks. Beautiful. Well, that's what we got for uh, for this week. All right. So, Kellen, the weeks after this, I believe, are something special. You want to tell us little, about that? A little different. A little uh, different. Next week, we're not doing two episodes. We're not doing three episodes. We're not looking at a single episode of the Pokemon anime. That is because what we're looking at is Pokemon, the movie, 2000, the power of one. Wow. Or in Japanese, Mirage Pokemon, colon, Lugia's explosive birth. Whoa. <laughs> I was not expecting that subtitle. <laughs> Lugia's explosive birth. Oh, man, I hope that he was delivered at a hospital. That is not a home birth situation. No. That sounds very dangerous. <laughs> but that's what we're looking at next week. Uh, from what I know, the continuity on this is that Charizard listens to Ash in the movie, and mm. Charizard just started obeying Ash. 
and that is where it slots. This movie actually premiered between Bound for Trouble and Charizard Chills, but is canonically after Charizard Chills. Oh, it premiered in a Japanese theaters. rotation? In theaters. In Japanese theaters, though, or in, in America? Probably Japanese. Yeah, probably Japanese. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Very interesting. Well, I saw that movie in theaters, but I think I was telling you that I don't remember anything. No. About I remember it. a little bit, but not a lot. It's been a long time since I've seen this one. You did tell me it's about the birds, and that yes. jarred some things, so I'll have to be thinking yes. about birds. That's next week. Join us for the movie. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a long one. We may pick it apart again into two parts. Yeah, a good chance it will be. Good we'll chance. See. We'll see. I don't know if it'll be as heavy as the first yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I had a shit ton to say about if there's like two movies. Yeah. If there's a, like 10 flashbacks that take up half the runtime, we'll probably do it in one part. But Yeah, or something we just don't <laughs> want to talk about. Like yeah. when Articuno and Moltres just make love for half an hour. Yeah. And it results in a bunch of steam and we're like, yeah, what's the deal with artistic sex scenes? I'm not really yeah. into those. In I movies. don't know how <laughs> it got uh, a G rating in, in the West. That was very strange. Uh, the, the bird calls are still haunting me. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, that's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> a, lot of, week, uh, a lot of bird calls. All right. So let us know how you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, you can... Uh, leave comments on the YouTube video. The The channel that the YouTube uh, videos go on is Hydra Leech. Uh, also, the TikTok that Kellen runs is Hydra Leeches. That is where you'll find the Pokemon anime error recaps. We uh, You can email us at 2 kill, uh, Delibird, And then, of course, the audio-only formats are wherever you find podcasts or download it. Twitter, we are on Twitter. Our handle is 2 kill, a Delibird. What else? Intro and outro music is a synthwave by Alexi Action. Did I get them all? Did I catch them all, Kellen? Did I catch all the social media? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, and I kind of black out when you do your little outro bit. So As yeah. you should. Yeah. <laughs> but I hope you don't black out during the main episode. No promises. All right. Well, we're yeah. all blacking out. And by that, I mean good night. See ya. Oh.